This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. So Dave, I have to admit I cheated on you this week. Oh, you got free gummies from somebody else. <laughs> I was on the radio with uh, my old pal John Landecker uh, yeah, this okay. past week. Your first, well, that'd be your second wife. Yeah, Third probably wife. fifth wife, okay. whatever. But uh, he, he's somebody that I've worked with for 10 years, and he had this uh, radio thing he wanted to talk to me about. Um, and it's, it's actually, you can get it online. Let me see if I can find it here. It's called uh, Radio Then versus Radio Now with Rick Kempfer and John Landecker. So basically, because I'm the writer of the Radio Producers mm-hmm. Handbook, and he, uh, John, was winning some or, or giving out some hour of consultation as a prize for some sort of a. I thought uh, you were going to say condolences. <laughs> no. No, he was offering you know an hour of time with him uh, to, to talk about anybody who wanted to get into radio and learn how to do it and that sort of thing. So of that hour, what fifty-seven minutes is him going to be going? Don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> well, he had me on because he's like, hey, you know, it's been fifty-some years since mm-hmm. he broke into the business, and so what does he know about that? Right. And I've written a couple of books about it. And I write a media column, mm-hmm. so that's why. Anyway, that's why he added me on. That's not why I'm bringing it up. Sure. I am bringing it up because if you go on the WGN website and you look for this, John Landecker, type in Rick Emfer, John Landecker, and it'll show uh, an article with a picture. Take a look at this picture. That's not you. (laughs) I know. That's Bobby Skafish. I know. (laughs) It's not even me. (laughs) It's not Landecker. It's Bobby Skafish. (laughs) Was no relation to this story at all, except he was a radio guy too. And you took the photo, and I took the photo. So they, so the intern or whatever, just googled Rick Kempfer photo and just put that one up. I just thought that was funny. All right, anyway, we have a show to do, and let's do it. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. You know you're fine. With being mistaken for Bobby Skatefish, but is he fine ah. for being referred to as you? You know, that's a great question. Yeah. That's that's probably a better question. Uh, we'll have to ask him. Hey, we got a long show today, and I'm tired, so <laughs> okay. I have to work hard. You know, yeah. at our age, yeah. You know, we better get this going. Can you fire up the Nazi jingle? Schnell. Oh. Did Dave really find another story about Nazis? Another one. Australian, no Austrian. Yeah, a big difference. <laughs> but I know the shrimp on the body, Klaus. <laughs> it's a written right here, Austrian. Why did I just say Australian? Austrian train plays Hitler speech over a loudspeaker. Uh huh. Travelers on an inner city train in Austria were startled on Sunday when a recording of an Adolf Hitler speech was played on board. Instead of the normal announcements. Yeah. <laughs> Salzburg in five yeah, minutes. Right. <laughs> a crowd could be heard shouting Heil Hitler and Zeke Heil over the train speaker system after a about 25 seconds of a Hitler speech. Are you kidding me? No. So it's, and it was for, for wow. it went on for 25 seconds. This was not the first time this has happened. This has actually happened three or four times over the last couple of weeks. That one of the passengers on the Bregenz Vienna service told the BBC that everybody on the train was completely shocked. David Stogmuller, who was a Green Party member, 
said the speech by the Nazi German German was played over the intercom um, on an OBB Railjet 661 train. You know. Okay. I'm taking the 661 to whatever. <laughs> so... The, the the he said the the um, uh, the train staff couldn't stop it. OBB, by the way, stands for Österreicher uh, Bundesbahn. Okay, that's, so that's, that's the Australian that's Austrian uh, that's uh, the national Austri- train. Yeah. So the the the, the this this MP this uh, Green Party MP said that he witnessed these people trying to the the crew members trying to stop the intercom. Well, take it out, you know, yep. I don't know whatever. And they just couldn't do it. So it appears. That one of the passengers got a key from the oh, intercom box, boy. and when no one was looking, opens it up, and I guess I don't know if he had the speech. I guess I'm jumping to a conclusion that it's a he. Um, yeah, I think we can safely <laughs> say uh, white, maybe <laughs> five foot six. I don't know. Uh, Speaks fluent German. <laughs> well, so, in Austria, yes. So I don't know if he had his phone and he just played it in the mic or whatever. So that, like I said, that's going to that. Now, when I'm thinking about this, at first, I'm thinking, all right, you know, that's obviously just a, you know, a funny little prank, which of course was not funny. It was yeah. horrible. Yeah. But then I started thinking about Hitler. So if Hitler didn't pursue a career in genocide, for yeah. instance, what would he do? Like with his skill set, what would Hitler have gotten a job doing? Okay. Well, think about it. <laughs> yeah. I think the train is probably what it's being like a train oh, conductor. Yeah. Well, can you imagine being the ticket taker, yeah. taker guy? You know how yes. you punch the tickets. Nobody would try to get a free ride. That's from, true. from Hitler. And the trains would run on time. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, most importantly, when I was doing research for this. Bit, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting on every list uh, in the government. Yeah. I sent you a very funny routine. Adolf Hitler. The embodiment of evil waged war on humanity for six years and then in his bunker wed Ava Braun and the next morning blew his brains out. (laughs) Marriage is hard. (laughs) World War II, six years. Marriage couldn't make it to lunch. What did she say? You call this a bunker. My sister's bunker. Now that's a bunker. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's, that's hilarious. That's Dana Gould, oh, okay. who is one of the funnier comedians out there. That's a good bit. Clearly. You know, yeah. they say you're not supposed to do Hitler jokes, but I clearly so. they work occasionally. Yeah. Mel yeah. Brooks. Tell that to Mel yeah. Brooks. Yeah. Like, Great point. Great point. Well, I have a, another political story. We're getting very mm. political today. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, Rudolph Giuliani mm. is in big doo-doo. He's Rip. in big doo-doo. Uh, America's mayor? <laughs> I know. It's hard to believe. Um the, the latest sexual harassment lawsuit filed yeah. against Rudy, it has some just dr- jaw-droppingly yeah. shocking moments in it. And the, and the hits don't stop. The hits just keep coming. Ooh. And, you know, we usually don't get into politics at all. But as far as I'm concerned... Yeah, we say that every show, Ed, we end up talking But this about. is not a political story. Yeah. This is a... 
this is a, a scandal story and it and it actually is kind of reminiscent of, of bill clinton and his stuff mm-hmm. um but it might be worse there are no cigars in here okay is there a dress? Uh, there's uh, no dr- Well, some. Let, let, is I'll there go dripping over. hair dye? Let me go over some of these for you, all right? I've just picked out a couple. There are over 15 different things. I'm just going to give you a few of them. At the woman's uh, name who is suing him is named Noelle Dunphy. Okay. At times in Dunphy's employment with Giuliani, uh, between January 2019 and January 21st, the former mayor would look to Miss Dunphy point at his erect penis and tell her he couldn't do any work until you take care of this. Are you kidding me? Not kidding. Oh, my God. Here's another one. Giuliani demanded that Dunphy perform oral sex on him as he spoke on the phone with Donald Trump and other high-profile mm. friends and clients. In fact, he remarked... Allegedly, of course. He remarked... No, she's got a bunch of this on tape. Yeah. On tape. Um. He remarked that it made him feel like Bill Clinton. So he was so he was emulating a, yeah, a he hero. Was, yeah, right. Um, here's one for you. Yeah. Uh, the remarks allegedly included derogatory comments about Jewish men okay. and their penises, which he Whoa. argued were inferior. <laughs> really? Yes. He also said, and I'm I'm just reading out of the thing here. He said. Jews want to go through their freaking Passover all the time. Man, oh man, get over the Passover. It was like 3,000 years ago. The Red Sea parted. Big deal. <laughs> it's not the first time that happened. I think it was. Wasn't it? <laughs> well, uh, I, I think it's the only time. Uh, so Giuliani <laughs> clearly doesn't know anything about my people. Yeah. We don't forget anything. I know. Right. So 2,000 years, we could do that time on our heads. We are going to hold that grudge forever. Uh, there's more. Yeah. Giuliani often demanded that Dunphy work naked or in a bikini or in short shorts. And when the pandemic forced people to work from home, Giuliani allegedly directed her to take her clothes off in front of the camera during almost every video conference while he touched himself under a white sheet. Wow. It's a white sheet. Now, yeah, really. Was it a hood? <laughs> now, I don't know why he's bothering with the white sheet if he's made her. Right. I mean, well, what's he hiding at this well, point? Well, yeah, his name is on his little square, Rudy Giuliani <laughs> at his Zoom square. Is that you, Rudy? <laughs> There's more. Yeah. Giuliani was often under the influence of alcohol, yeah. according to Dunphy, who was made to bring him drinks as early as 10 a.m. Oh. According to the complaint, Dunphy's workplace was regularly affected by Giuliani's chronic alcoholism and Giuliani was rarely sober, morning, day, or night. If you have you seen late, lately that Four Seasons press conference? No, he was pickled. There's, oh, was uh, he? oh, he was slurring his speech. And okay, well, there's more. Uh, there's just one more really here um, I want to tell you about, and because this one may actually get him arrested. But Ju- the other things are fine. Well, the yeah. other things are going to get him lose him money yeah. in a court of law. This one may get him arrested. Giuliani allegedly told Dunphy that he and then-President Trump were selling presidential pardons for $2 million, which the two men would split. Hey, a million each? That ain't yeah. bad. But that's why... Well, that's Bl- what Blagojevich well, went Blago to jail went for. for four, well, he only served, what, nine? And he only tried to do it. Right. He didn't even get... Yeah. And he, it wasn't a million, was it? <laughs> it was like a hundred grand or something with yeah. Blago. Yeah. 
Now, <clears throat> I, maybe it's because I spoke to Landecker this week, but I was inspired to write a, a parody song about this. Oh, about sexual harassment? About uh, Rudolf Giuliani. Would you like to hear Sure. It? All right. I haven't written one of these in a, in a long okay. time. <clears throat> a lot of shape. Uh, you may recognize the tune that it goes to. Oh, so is there going to be audio too or no? I'm going to sing. Oh, oh my God. I'm okay. going to sing live. Okay. Live uh, in, in portion here. Rudolph, the former <laughs> mayor, has a red drunken nose. After 10 o'clock in the morning, he'll ask you for some drinks and blows. <laughs> Anti-Semitism follows with a chaser of some boner pills. He can also get you a pardon or at least $2 million, Will. When Trump talked to Rudy on the phone, he heard a slurping noise. <laughs> I know that sound, said Mr. Trump. Is Lindsey Graham there at your dump? <laughs> then Rudy planned an insurrection. Hair dye rolling down his face. America's former mayor, disbarred, disgusting, and disgraced. Very good. That's very Thank nice. you. And when uh, you play, when Landecker plays that on his <laughs> show, make sure he uses your picture and not uh, Bobby's Gayfish. Here's a, re- a review from Podchaser, Grunt31. I love when I see that a new episode has been released. Fun stuff and great hosts. Well, if you like Minutia Men, be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You can pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards. OPPIHshows.com. And give us good reviews. Yeah, we don't want any of those. I mean, please. You it's know. really not asking that much. No. Right. If you're, After all the free entertainment we've given. Yeah, if you're going to do a two or three star, just don't. Yeah. 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 We don't need you. Right? Yeah. Go to some other show and do yeah. that. Uh, in the meantime, we have another feature. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we reach into our uh, archives and pull out a uh, a an appropriately timely feature that we did over the years that uh, ties into what's going on right now. Uh, we're, we're having a few issues with our website, uh, so I was going to play you a, a Jim McMahon mm-hmm. feature. Uh, it's not available to be played, but I found something else. Okay, because you know, forty years, dude. forty years, we got a ton of crap. Look at um, this. Look at this junk drawer. Oh, look. There's a look at all this, this stuff in the junk drawer. It turns out exactly three years ago this week, uh, they asked me to tape a uh, a film, a video uh, of our workspace here. Who did? Uh, you for, uh, Inside for Indies, it was called. It was a uh, a charity that was raising money for independent booksellers during the pandemic because they all had to close, they were losing money, and it was, you know, they were going around to authors, asking authors to show their workspace and then promote independent bookstores, that sort of thing. So um, this is out there. You can go on to uh, Inside for Indies on YouTube and find my interview, Mm -hmm. and you can actually see the visuals that are attached to the audio that I'm going to play for you. And you can see where Dave and I do this show every okay. week because it looks exactly the same, Dave. Very classy. Yeah. Very classy. It is very classy. I'm going to play you a little clip, and here we go. Huh. Hello there. Come on in. I'm Rick Kemper. I'm an indie author, indie publisher. I went to indie once. I didn't really like it. But I am uniquely qualified to talk to you about indie bookstores. 
who are going through a tough time right now and we're here to support them and we're doing Inside for Indies. I'm going to show you a little bit about what I do, uh, show you some of the books I've written, uh, show you my office, and uh, let's take a look. Um, they're up, uh, no, no, up, up. Those are props. Those are props. These are the actual Liquor books. Bottles. Uh, Father Knows Nothing, uh, Green Voice 4, uh, Records Truly Is My Middle Name, Severance, The Living Wheels, The Radio Producer's Handbook, and Every Cub Ever. I'll tell you a little bit more about Every Cub Ever in just a second. That's... Here are some of my awards. Yes, I won a silver microphone, um, but I only kept this because of this little typo down here, which I think is hilarious. Net, nest, national. They, they misspelled it on the plaque. You had one job, Jenkins. Over here we have my prized possession, my 1955 Grundig radio. Isn't this awesome? Doesn't work. But doesn't it look pretty? Thank you. This guitar here was given to me by Jim Peterick from uh, Survivor and Ides of March. And I do not know how to play it. Right behind uh, here, my little Beatles wall. Big Beatles fan. Look at this. How many people do you know that have an autograph of Pete Best, the drummer who was kicked out of the Beatles? <laughs> I don't have any actual Beatles. All right. That, that's, actually, I do have... Ringo also, but yeah. uh, was he really a Beatle? Yeah, I think he, I think he was. Anyway, you can watch the whole thing. There's, uh, I get go into a whole thing about the Cubs, which I'm going to spare you, Thank Dave, because I know that you could not take that. Um, but I think we have more show. Hey, uh, this comes out of Springfield, Colorado. Okay. Police DUI suspect in Colorado tried to switch seats with his dog when pulled over. It appears a man suspected of DUI in Colorado was trying to get out of the charges by putting his dog behind the wheel of the car, uh-huh. you know, when the police stopped I swear him. to God, officer, <laughs> Rover has been driving this whole time. So according to the Springfield Police Department on their uh, Facebook page, according, uh, at 11.30 p.m. on Saturday, a guy was weaving in, I don't know what the major thoroughfare in Springfield, Colorado, let's call it Main Street. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or, or First Avenue. Okay. Okay. So he was weaving in and o- out. Oak or Elm Street. And he was reportedly driving uh, 72 miles in a 30 mile an hour zone. So okay. quite a so, bit. Yeah. The When they pulled him over. Was they, it a Greyhound? Oh. Thank you. Very good. Yeah. Uh, the driver attempted. So when they pulled him over, the cops saw this exactly, you know, while it was happening. He got out of his seat or he should, you know, he shushed himself over or away yeah. and put the dog in the driver's <laughs> seat and got the dog to keep his paws on, on the, steering, on the wheel. steering wheel. So perhaps this dog has been trained to yeah. do this. It could yeah, be, it's not, the, it's worked on eight cops before this, but right. uh, <laughs> the dog whose name has been redacted sat in the cops. Does it say what kind of a dog? Uh, it does not. Okay. It does not. Um, the dog was sitting at the driver's seat, like I said, resting, Pause on the steering wheel, mm-hmm. and the cop said, "For forty-five seconds, the dog just looked at us." So, the, <laughs> so the dog was just kind of like, what do, you you know, yeah, "What do you want? What do you want from me?" And the what, guy, like, you know, you've never seen a dog driving before. <laughs> right. So the guy next to him kind of just pointed to the dog. Goes, "I would, yeah, whatever." He so, sucks at driving. <laughs> so, so when the when the cops go. Sir, we saw you switching your seats just a few minutes ago. Yeah. We know the dog wasn't driving. Guess what the guy did? 
What? He got out of the car and ran away. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah. 20, 20 yards away, <laughs> he got nailed for... They should have sent the dog after him. <laughs> drug, 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 drug. Have you ever tried to get out of a ticket with a cop? Like if you get stopped for, what do you do? Well, you're a German. So basically. No, I just pay it. You just, I, uh, you, okay, yeah. you're yeah. very polite. I will and follow you, the orders. Yeah. My papers were not in order. So I remember when my mom was sick, very sick. This was, you know, within weeks of her dying. Yeah. And I was going to and from the hospital all the time. Right. I mean, just nonstop. And I was actually talking to you on the phone. Okay. Do you remember this? I do remember this. So I get pulled over and I say, all right, Rick, just, just go with it here. So as the cop comes, you know, sir, you're not supposed to, you know, you're not supposed to talk on the phone while you're driving. I'm like, hold on for a second. So you want me to put the feeding tube? So when are we putting the feeding tube in? So I started talking to you. Yeah. But now in my defense, I had that exact conversation two hours earlier over sure. the phone. Yeah. But I wasn't, I was, yeah. you know, so I was kind of <laughs> lying to the cop, but it wasn't like I didn't have that conversation. My kind of lying, totally lying. <laughs> right. And I got out of the ticket. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. so for those of you out there, just contemplate when to put a feeding tube in somebody okay. when, you're, when you're getting pulled over for a ticket. Wow. That, uh, that tip right there <laughs> is worth listening to this whole show so far. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a story for you, and this is another story that you've probably heard before uh, this week because it was all over the place. Martha Stewart Mm -hmm. is on the cover of the swimsuit issue for Sports Illustrated. 81, right? 81 years old. Uh, To me, this is kind of a cool thing. I mean, I think, first of all, she looks great. Mm -hmm. She looks great in a swimsuit. There are several other sexy shots inside the magazine. Uh, Yes, she's 81, but she looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. And if you ask me... You know, yeah, it was touched up a little bit. But if you if you ask me, this is better than the Christy Brinkley or Cheryl T. Mm-hmm. covers of our youth. <clears throat> Would you like to know why? Sure. Because this year's swimsuit model doesn't only look good. Huh. She can also sand your stairs, create a centerpiece out of pine cones, make you a perfect smoky Serrano mint margarita. Yeah. I'd like to see Christy Brinkley do that. Yeah, no, yeah, they exactly. The, no, no, or the... Uh, who was the Tyra Banks? Yeah, come, come on. on. You put her in an Elton McPherson. And, yeah, she can't do that. You put them in arts and crafts. They suck at it. Absolutely, some clay. They can't do yeah, shit. I mean, please. This is in many ways the best ever. So I, I say more power to Martha Stewart and uh, you know Did, Dave and I. Do, we, we've always been feminists. Oh, absolutely. We're on the side of didn't her. Didn't you? I don't. You probably don't have it handy, but didn't you do a Martha Stewart parody song with Landecker at some point when she went to jail? Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, it was when. When did we do that? We was did, it insider trading one? No, no, it was, we, it was to her face. Like, like we found her. She was appearing on a TV show, and we crashed the show. And John, uh, with a little boombox, went and sang this song directly to her. Would you like to hear? Yeah, it? sure. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Martha Stewart, and you're listening to One Plant I Won't Prune. John Records Landecker on Oldies 104.3 WJMK. Martha Stewart, I see you on TV. Martha Stewart, with all your potpourri. Martha Stewart, you gave me the incentive to be domestically inventive. Perfect. <laughs> see? Her people are laughing.
Stewart. Martha Stewart. Let me be a fella together. We'll fight Salmonella, Martha Stewart. <laughs> what? Oh, what you do is art. You have stolen my artichoke heart. Good. Stewart's on the phone So we can talk about pine cones <laughs> And all those things that those pine cones can be For you and me, Martha Martha Stewart, you're really built Martha Stewart, won't you share my quilt Antelope and kitchenware And little shirts under your hair And I need you <laughs> I need you bad Your guacamole is the best I've had And she was laughing. You could hear her <laughs> oh, laughing. Yeah, she loved it. She loved it. Yeah, that was before she went to jail. I have a theory that anything that happened in the 90s and 2000s, you've written a parody song. Yeah, about, you're, you're, you know. you're probably Stock right Stock market that. crash. I got one right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was uh, in 1996, for okay. those of you keeping track at home. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. I feel like a juggler. Uh, finding all this audio well, through, you know. Well, you know, this is what I is, had that one all set up, ready to go. You said Martha Stewart. And I then went, you were able found to. Martha Stewart, and then I came back. Well, did you know that your yeah. song had potpourri in it? I know. And this is Celebrity Potpourri. Ooh. So perhaps Ooh. a good radio producer would have been able to connect those dots before you might have noticed that i stole the pine cone joke from my own song from <laughs> 1996 i did a pine cone joke before we went to the song too so oh, there's a, everything there's, is connected <laughs> it's all there it's, it's all, all there. repurposed content <laughs> all right this is a uh, email we got uh from a guy named bruce hmm. uh five years ago i went down to spring training to see the cubs Been there. i brought my clubs too because i wanted to get in a few rounds the second morning we were there, I got up at 5.30 a.m. so I could be on uh, the first tea time of the day. They stuck me in a foursome with three other guys I didn't know. Their names were Vince, Tommy, and Pete. Nice guys, all around my age. Pete and Vince went in one cart, and I rode with Tommy. On the 14th hole, Vince was short on his putt, and Pete said, Nice shot, Alice. The other guys laughed out loud. I figured his wife's name must be Alice, and they were making a joke about his weak putt. I laughed, too, and Vince saw that. He patted me on the back and said, I knew you recognized me. Thanks for not making a big deal out of it. We're just out here to have some fun. I still had no idea what he was talking <laughs> That's about. Great. That's great. But I played along, and then I started thinking about what he might have meant, and I looked at him closely, and I think you probably figured out what's Is going it? on. Uh, it was Alice Cooper. Okay. yeah. And that he was golfing with Alice Cooper. His friends call him Vince because that's his real name. And, and that's uh, the story. Now, was he wearing the black 
eye makeup. <laughs> I'm and guessing the, no. And the, and the witch's outfit or whatever. I'm guessing no. Well, that's very cool. Well, yeah. d- don't you have also an Alice Cooper story from when you were on Landecker? You yeah. Were, tell that story. Right, so, wow, you're, you're just making me work here. So we I'm had. A bit, I'm a much bigger fan of you than you are. You don't even remember these stories. <laughs> we had Alice Cooper on. No, we had a guy who was a mathematician on. Who he wrote a book about how he could figure out uh, any number, any like equation, mathematical equation. Okay. It was like a freak show. He'd go and it was like a something you'd a see savant, at a, like a, a yeah. carnival or something. Yeah. You know, like your son Tommy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he, he he could just do yeah. it. So anyway, we're talking to him, and he's talking about being in Arizona. And he said, uh, you know, his next door neighbor was Alice Cooper. And uh, so I said, well, let's put him on the air. Put him, right. put him on. He goes, really? Yeah, call him up. I figured he was bluffing. About yeah, yeah. He goes, all right, hang on a second. Dialed the number. Alice Cooper had him on the show. <laughs> That's how we got Alice Cooper on the show. That's four minutes yeah. that you didn't have to plan. I mean, you get a mathematician in and you get a bonus Alice Cooper. <laughs> you can't bad. ask for much Not more bad. than that. Not bad. So we have another show too, Dave, as if we don't work enough. Um, Minutia Met Celebrity Interview is our other show, Rick. Yes. And what, as the name implies, we sometimes interview celebrities. We do. And we had Mrs. America. Yeah. Okay. She's not, and she's a lovely lady, Nicola Ha Zaworkin. Yeah. And she spent some time with us. And she lives in Illinois. She she's, lives, she's she, from the area. She's Mrs. America. She works in Springfield, right. Illinois, at the Illinois State Legislature. Great sense of humor. Yep. Very I nice. Enjoyed woman. her very much. Right. Um, and that's the interview that you can find right now uh, if you go to uh, Minishment Celebrity Interview. All right, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H-O's.com. I'd like to also specially thank uh, Ed Silla, mm-hmm. who I talked to earlier today about some of the technical issues we were having uh, with Radio Misfits. With and, the other and, show, to, uh, to get the... Yeah, to get the audio, yeah. and he's been great right. and help, helpful. Um, and And he's the guy who came up with the phrase great talk radio isn't dead it just moved to a better place radiomisfits.com and we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode and hopefully dave won't make me work as hard this time minutia man the pathetic (laughs) it's just like come on let's go i mean really let's wind up and do that dude this has been how long how the show's been what it's 30 minutes that's two minutes longer than we really usually do wow okay go ahead this is how we do it it's got a rhythm yeah. You ready? Yeah. We'll be back again next week for a brand new episode of. I know that how upset you are when I don't, when I don't, because I, I think the way that you put it. Yeah. Actually, we had a little fight after our last we interview. Did. Because right. I have evidently, I have a tendency to ask guests questions after Rick. After I, after I wrap it up. After, after Rick wraps wrap it up, I end I, up talking a little it, bit more. Here's what Dave does. I'm, I, I'm a gymnast. <laughs> right. Who has landed off the pommel right, horse right. with a perfect landing? It sticks it, and right. then Dave says, "Get hey. back on the pommel horse for one more." Well, well, no, I've just landed. We just landed. People remember me? how it ends. So let you know, you you wind up and you you land it. Well, and it, but what happens if I have a question for one of our guests that I didn't get to before? Well, maybe you should have asked it before. No, it's but th- th- these people don't have they have limited time. So we'll be back again next week. With a brand new episode of Minutia Subpar. Subpar.
The preceding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Because this year's swimsuit model doesn't only look good. She can also sand your stairs, create a centerpiece out of pine cones, make you a perfect smoky serrano mint margarita. Yeah. I'd like to see Christy Brinkley do that. Yeah. Or Tyra Banks. Yeah, come, come on. on. Elle McPherson, yeah. she can't do that. You put them in arts and crafts, they suck at it.